BakerBots LLP provides podcasts for educational purposes only. They are not legal advice. This communication may constitute attorney advertising. Welcome to the Environmental Evolutions Podcast, where we explore the changing landscape of environmental law and policy. I'm your host, Megan Burge, coming to you as always from my closet in Joshua Tree, California. This is the second episode in our Fast Facts series. The goal of episodes in this series is to break down recent developments or convoluted legal issues in 15 minutes or less. In today's episode, we are going to discuss the hydrogen tax credit bill introduced in the California legislature on February 19th by Assemblyman Freddie Rodriguez. The bill, AB 1312, is the first of its kind in the nation and is potentially significant for both California and other states focused on developing clean energy technologies. Joining me for today's episode is my partner, Will Gorod, from our tax practice. Will is part of our San Francisco team, and I look forward to seeing him in person someday. So. Thank you for joining me today, Will. Sure, happy to do it. For this particular episode, Will and I have prepped a Q&A focused on the key aspects of the bill. So without further ado, I'm going to set my timer and we're going to get to the facts. Will, question one, what is the new hydrogen tax credit proposal? So it's a bill that's just been introduced, and this legislation would provide a tax credit for hydrogen production distribution facilities, is one aspect of the credit, as well as for hydrogen infrastructure credit, which is essentially for the creation of hydrogen fueling stations. So it's a credit both for essentially production of hydrogen fuel to be used for vehicles and creation of fueling stations to actually use that hydrogen to fuel the vehicle. The percentage of the credit that's available depends on the, or the expenditure depends on the amount of production and the number of fueling stations that exist in California at that point in time. And it's, it's like a lot of incentives and credits that California has done over the years. This one also provides a higher end credit for early investment. So it, it decreases over time as there's more production. And it is applied against personal or corporate income taxes, depending on the investor and can be carried forward for seven years if it can't be used in the tax year of the expenditure. So it can be used over that period of time. And California has made a significant investment in this at about $1.5 billion. They've allocated a billion dollars for the production distribution credit and $500 million for the infrastructure credit over the next 10 years. It's available over the period of 2023 to 33. Since it is a limited amount of total credit available, the credit is applied in the order that the tax returns are received from the taxpayers claiming the credit. If, it's, if that's important to the investment, it's important to claim the credit as early as possible, both for purposes of getting the, the higher percentage of credit and to make sure that it's actually available. Well, I'm going to stop you there. Just to emphasize, pro tip, Will says, apply early. Keep going, Will. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. And finally, there's also a portion of the bill that requires the state to adopt regulations to ensure a certain percentage of green hydrogen producer dispense. And it starts out at, at roughly a third, 33.3% in 2024 is supposed to be green hydrogen, um, ramping up to 100% fully green hydrogen by 2045. And, and that green hydrogen essentially defined is not created to be used as fossil fuel. 
Got it. So for listeners don't know, hydrogen has an entire color wheel. It looks like if you were going to paint your house, you would be picking your hydrogen color. Okay, well, so that brings us to question two. Why is this important? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a major bill with a big, as I mentioned, $1.5 billion investment by California if it's, if it's approved and enacted. It's backed by Governor Newsom, who was very much involved. And it's a significant investment by the state towards becoming a leader in clean hydrogen fuel for vehicles. And it's, it's part of backing for California's historic commitment to have 5 million zero emission passenger vehicles and 1,000 fueling stations by 2030 and to become zero emission for all new passenger vehicles sold by 2035 and medium heavy-duty vehicles by 2045. This is where Will and I tend to intersect because, uh, of course, California's ability to promulgate these historic vehicle standards is based on its unique status under the Clean Air Act, which we, of course, can talk about in a different episode. Bringing us to question three, how does this compare to other state programs? Well, it's, a, it's the first incentive of this specific type and certainly size and is a significant by, step by California to become the leader in shifting to hydrogen fuel for passenger vehicles. The other states have offered some kind of incentives. South, South Carolina and North Dakota, for example, have offered sales and use tax exemptions, but not anything the magnitude of this sort of income tax credit. So do you think other states will get on the bandwagon? I do think that's likely. California is in a lot of instances in the state tax area model for other states and other areas as well, particularly if this appears to be successful at the outset in generating investment, I think we'll expect to see other states start to follow suit. All right. Our final question for today. What should interested listeners be watching for in terms of next steps? Well, any companies that are looking at making a a hydrogen investment in California, or if they're considering it at all, should should continue to monitor the status of this legislation, what amendments go through to it. But it does have significant support from the legislature and the governor. So I think it it certainly appears to be, it's just introduced, but appears to be dreadful, and we'll have to stay tuned. Well, that is all for today's episode. Will, thank you for joining me today. Great. Thanks so much, Megan. Enjoyed it. If you would like more information on AB 1312, please feel free to contact Will or me. Will's contact information is available in our episode notes. A link to the bill is also available in the episode notes. If you have a burning question that you would like me to address in a future Fast Facts episode, please contact me. I am sure I can find someone with the answer, even if it's not me. I'm Megan Birch. Thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for listening to this BakerBots podcast. For more information on BakerBots practices, please visit us at bakerbots.com. For over 180 years, through 13 offices in nine countries, BakerBots has the experience, knowledge, and people to solve our clients' most significant legal issues. This presentation is provided by BakerBots LLP for educational and informational purposes only. It is not legal advice. Under the rules of certain jurisdictions, this communication may constitute attorney advertising.